0: Welcome to The Electrician's Co-op. I'm your host, Rob Russ.
1: And I'm Jamie Smore. On today's show, we have Darren Robinson from Fantech Trade. The team at Fantech Trade believe that not all fans are created equal, and if you choose the wrong product for the job, then you'll be opening yourself up to a whole range of problems. Darren is here today to ensure that you don't get tripped up by the wrong choice and that you have the right information that you need to make the right decisions about what to install and when. Darren and the team from Fantech Trade live and breathe
0: ventilation, and they provide the best advice and after-sales support to their customers. By the end of today's show, you'll understand exactly how they do that and how Fantech Trade can help you as an electrician. Let's get started. Hey Jamie, how are you, mate? Yeah, pretty good, Rob. I hear I'm late today. No, you're right on time. Being on time exactly. is not Four late. Four o'clock is on time. <laughs> it's good to have you here. Hi, Darren. How are you, mate? Hey Darren. I'm
2: good, Rob. How are you doing, Jamie? Yeah,
0: really good. Thanks. Thanks for coming on. Really appreciate your time. Yeah, looking done, forward yeah? to looking forward to doing another podcast with a manufacturer and a distributor and finding out some more about the products and services. But before we do
1: any of that, how's your week been, mate? My week's well, been really good. Um well, it was only Tuesday, but so far so good. We've got well, a really busy week. It's and been a week in between podcast drinks. Yeah, and we've got two short weeks ahead of us. Being um, Easter coming up this weekend, so really looking forward to that. Just trying to jam five days into four, which. Um it's always challenging, but yeah, fun.
0: Absolutely. Got any time off with the kids and family and stuff?
1: Yeah. So we got Friday to, uh, we got Friday off then we come back to work on Tuesday. So we just got a, we're going to a wedding down the coast that my wife is actually doing and a part of. So that's oh, going to be fun. <laughs> d- doubling, doubling up on it. Yeah, so we're doing the pack down at the end and trying to get back, um, for Easter Sunday with the kids.
0: Right, are you like going to the wedding as well or just helping her with the work part?
1: No, I'm helping you with the work part and attending the wedding with my wife and packing down and then oh. coming back.
0: So you get to have a few <laughs> cans and some so, nice food yeah, and chill out a bit? Not much of a
1: drink, but well, I might let the hair down. Where's the venue? Uh, Someone down the coast, I think it might be Berry, something like that. Jaspers? Yeah, I'm not sure what it is. Yeah, Those,
0: nice, uh, nice part of the world.
1: My wife just pulls the chain and I follow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. What about you, Darren? You got any plans for the long weekend, mate? You trying to cram five days of work into four?
2: Yeah, and no, I'm just looking forward to getting into the green room with you boys and having a few beers.
0: Yeah, I like the idea of that as well. You know, any day can be Friday for me. I don't mind. Jamie doesn't want to have a drink, but I want to have a drink all the time. I've got some sort of problem.
1: Do you? I do. What have you got playing, Rob? Uh,
0: nothing much, actually. I've been podcasting like a crazy person. I did six podcasts yesterday oh, wow. and got another one after this one. So I'm going to shoo you out of here so as soon as we finish. finished. Me? I am a little bit, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm making some money on the other one. Oh,
2: wow. Yeah,
0: it's really cool. Well,
2: Tuesday is the new Friday.
0: Yeah, there it is. Yeah, any day of the week, right? It's, uh, my schedule is pretty cool, though. It's pretty flexible. I'm starting uh, a bit later, actually. I've been starting like 10 o'clock in the morning and easing myself into the day. So I'm giving myself about three hours of personal development on the front end of the day.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah, it's really good going to the gym, kind of grounding myself, earthing myself, reading a book, just chilling out, man. It's like banker's hours or something wow. from the 1980s. It's got a compounding effect in your life, I bet. I'm making all the Sparkies jealous that are listening to this podcast.
1: Right, let's get on with
0: it. Let's get on with it. Darren, tell us a little bit about your background with Fantech Trade.
2: Yeah, well, look, I've been with Fantech Trade for uh, coming up 12 years now. Um, it's been a great journey thus far. I'm um, originally from Carlisle, Cumbria in the UK i um, been in the industry for 37 years, so Sparky previously uh, in my previous life, um, and decided to come over to uh, Australia, these sunny uh, shores, um, in 2009. So um, the sales journey from myself has been fantastic. It's, um, it's a great company to work for, Fantic Trade, and we offer ventilation equipment, uh, the largest range of ventilation equipment, to, um, to electrical contractors through the trade.
0: Very nice. And how? Here we are, literally twelve months on from the craziness that was COVID. H- have you guys recovered? Is everything okay after all of that craziness of the last year?
2: Look, I, th- I think it's it's been a year to remember, um, you know, on many levels for everybody, isn't it? Um, yeah. Strangely enough, it it did not really affect us from a business perspective, um, as Jeremy could probably uh, concur. Uh, people just stopped going on holiday and obviously looking at spending money more at home. So with the limited travel that they could uh, they could go on holiday, it, it was more a case of, well, let's do the renovations around the home. And, and obviously that's resulted in more sales for ourselves and, uh, and probably other people in the industry.
0: Yeah, that's great. Have you been able to maintain the momentum of those new sales numbers or have they kind of petered off a little bit?
2: Uh, well, we've just put the budget through, so um, so yeah, I've got some uh, uh, some um, uh, accountability for the next financial year, so um, and a large responsibility. So yeah, going to set no. the bar low. It's <laughs>
0: always the problem when you have a spike in sales. It's like how do you keep the momentum of that, right?
2: It's like,
1: it's like in footy back when um, you know you get concussed, you do the concussion test. All the boys used to get deliberately get bad marks on their concussion test. So when they actually got knocked out on the field, oh. that sort of still passed.
0: <laughs> I'm permanently concussed. Oh, that's too funny. I like
1: what it says on your website. We live and breathe ventilation. It's a really yeah, cool tagline. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Well, we do. We are the ventilation specialists for a reason, Jamie. Yeah. Uh, as you probably know, uh, we're out there on a daily basis. There's 23 uh, ventilation specialists within Australia in Fantec Trade, so it's it's a it's a reasonable sized team. Uh, we've got a presence in every single state, and we're there just for the sparkies, um, just to help them on their day to day jobs with uh, with any ventilation inquiry they've got, whether it be domestic, commercial, or industrial.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. We're going to find out some more about that in just a moment. But before we do, what's your outlook for twenty twenty one? Is it positive? Are you on that? Are you maintaining that upward trajectory?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, we just see another positive year. Uh, look, I'm sure Rob, there's going to be some reset button hit at some stage. <laughs> we can't continue going the way we've been going. Um, but um, but yeah, look, everything's positive from our perspective. We've got some fantastic new products coming out. Again, helped. Along the way, with uh, with some influence from Sparkies, um, so uh, so yeah, we see a, a really bright future.
0: Good stuff. All right, let's take a little break, and we'll find out some more about Fantech in just a sec. Hey there, Rob Russ here. If this is your first time here at the Electricians Co-op, welcome. That's great to have you here. And if you're back for more, welcome back. Thanks for your loyalty. If you like what you hear on today's show with Jamie, myself, and Darren, make sure you share this podcast with your mates who are electricians. Jamie and I and our guests, we want to reach as many people as we can with the Electricians Co-op. And we want to help more people to break through to the next level in their business, their career, and their life.
1: So, Darren, fantech has been around since I've been a Sparky. How long has it been around in total?
2: So, we started um, Fantec Trade. um, We were Fantec Plus. We started as Fantec Plus back in 1999, um, and that was to deliver uh, ventilation products through the electrical wholesalers to the Sparky. Um, So, we've been around 21 years coming up now, so this year. So, so yeah, as you say, we've been around a long time. We rebranded in uh, 2014. The reason behind that, we just felt with our presence, the message we were delivering with Fantech Plus probably wasn't as strong as it needed to be. Um, so we felt because we deal with the trade every single day of the week being electrical contractors, that was the name, you know, that we decided to run with was, was Fantec Trade. So, um, so yeah, we we rebranded back then uh, and we've never looked back since.
1: So is the brand exclusive to electricians or trade-based? So there's no
2: Bunnings, Fantec fans at all Is a... There- 100% right, yeah. So we do not deal um, with uh, with the retail sector, like likes of who you said there, the Bunnings of the world, exclusive through the electrical wholesaler channel.
0: Why is that? Is that just a business decision?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we support the trade, you know, to, to me, Mrs. Jones or Mr. Jones can walk straight into, you know, into a retail outlet, pick up what they need and then go and get the Sparky to install it, which is not only cutting their lunch, it's, it's cutting the wholesaler's lunch. So we're firmly against that. And uh, yeah, we want spot support all the Sparkies out there uh, dealing directly through the electrical wholesaler channel, which is their, you know, daily home of home. I must say, I
1: love the uh, marketing video that you've got with the flare going off of the rapid response fan. How's that gone for you? Been successful?
2: Yeah, we've got a few videos out, uh, Jeremy. And and yeah, that's probably been, you know, one of the best at, uh, it was our ex CEO, a great guy, Nick Heaton, um, really, really supportive guy. Again, ex electrician from the UK. Uh, and, and all about supporting the trade and, and the sparkies out there. And he, he just decided uh, one morning to do the video at home. Uh, needless to say, needless to say, um, the red flare didn't go down too well with the Coast Guard because it was flying <laughs> out of his, uh, you know, out of his uh, exhaust vent, out of his home, right on the coast. So uh, it caused a bit of a stir. But yeah, it, it proves fact that the products that we do offer the electrical contractors through the electrical wholesalers are quality products and they do perform.
0: Absolutely, good stuff. How many countries do you operate in? Just in Australia and New Zealand? Is there any others?
2: Yeah, no. So we are owned by the Elta Group, which is is the mother company over in the UK. Um, but um, so Elta is a, a global uh, business unit, um, but Fantec Trade just operates in New Zealand and and Australasia. So Australia, yeah.
0: Makes sense. You mentioned there at the top of the show that some of the product development has been driven a little bit by your users, by the electricians and whatnot. Is that evolution of product development? Is that something that's incremental? Is that happening a little piece by piece? Or is that something that is evolving all the time exponentially? Like there's new products that come out, we put them out in the market and test them how they go?
2: Look, I think from my perspective, being an ex-Sparky, it was something I was really you know, passionate about, is is understanding um, what the Sparky's needs were. And, and at the end of the day, a lot of people go overseas, they just find a manufacturing house, they put something together with no real great thought, they bring it over, they sell it, and off to the next one. So with myself, uh, the strategy was around... What does a sparky need? What does the sparky want? You know, it's not just, he's got to sell his business. So it's not just about cost, it's about a, a, a quality product that will perform. It's also about how easy it is to install because the last thing he wants to do is be there for, you know, a, a great length of time. But he doesn't want to go back either to replace or, or to fix something. So to listen to the sparkies you know um in regards to any new product that we develop to me was absolute paramount in in delivering a product that's going to be well received in the industry
1: darren are the reps available to sort of help the sparkies choose the right fan and put them in the right position
2: in bathrooms and laundries etc Absolutely, Jamie. I mean, that's probably one of our core strengths is is offering that, um, you know, to all sparkies out there uh, as a free of charge service, you know, it doesn't cost anything, you just pick up the phone to either your local wholesaler, he'll put them into contact with our uh, external ventilation specialists, or if you've already got the details of your, your local uh, rep, then, you know, pick up the phone. Yeah, we're more than happy to do site visits, talk over the phone, domestic, commercial, or industrially. You know, it, it's something that we're passionate about. And it's an absolute minefield, Jamie. Uh, you can imagine just, you know, the, the depths that, you know, uh, people go to, to, uh, to choose the right fan. It's, it's a minefield.
1: Yeah, so for all the listeners out there that don't know, companies like yourself are available to sort of help the Sparkies pick the right fan and put it in the right location. It's not, it doesn't all fall back on the sparky. So like Darren said, pick up the phone, call the wholesaler, get the rep's number, and next time you have a problem or a drama or need some advice, call the rep.
2: I mean, it's pretty critical as well, Jamie, you know, the, the fan in the wrong position, um, an open window, you can short circuit the air, wrong, you know, fan size, the wrong type of fan, axial or a centrifugal fan, uh, is it a wall mounted? Is it a roof mounted? Do you want it in the bathroom? Do you want it in the roof space? Is noise an issue? There's that many, you know, questions to have answered. Typically, you can spend up to 30, 30 40k on a bathroom renovation. Last thing you want to do is scrimp and save on the ventilation, which yeah. is the most important part of the of, of the reno,
1: really. So does a fan go above the shower, or the furthest part away from the the window, so it's drawing air from the window rather than inside the shower?
2: Well, if you're too close to the window, you can short circuit the air. Yeah. So, uh, and again, with any any fan, pretty much, if you are over the shower, uh, again, different types. You can have header box fans, which can go either directly above or slightly off center. Inline fans where you can have linear slot diffusers over the shower, so it's it's drawing uh, direct from the shower as the steam rises, straight out through the linear slot and out through the inline fan and out through the event. That many scenarios, Jamie, it's, it's it's hard to pick. You know, what size duct do you use? You know, a lot of builders will, will install a 100 mil duct, for instance, because they think it's a cost saving, but typically, 100 mil just isn't going to be really efficient for any ventilation system in a house.
0: Jamie, do you come up across that puzzle often when you're doing fans and stuff? You look and go, I kind of know what this is? All the
1: time, all the time. And we've spoken to your rep before and he's helped us um, thoroughly with a lot of situations. But, yeah, you're right with the builders. They do tend, particularly with duplexes, some of the cheaper duplexes, they do run 100 mil duct Just to to save costs. I would assume, well, the fan's cheaper and also the duck's cheaper, so I would assume that's why they're doing it. But the problem with a smaller fan is it's more of a buzz than a, um, a louder fan's more of a hum. Right. So that's a rather than a, like a humming sound of a larger fan. So I don't know well, why they do it, but it, do, it definitely
2: doesn't work. Well, I think one of the issues you get is if you can imagine, let's say a little juice carton, and you're drinking out your juice carton through a straw... How many times have you taken a sip of that juice and the actual carton is actually in, drawing in? And that's because you can't, same with the coffee, if there's no air for the air to go in, that's the same with ventilation. If you've not got an undercut under your door to allow the air that you're taking out to be replaced, your fan will go into stall. Mm. So what, what that typically means is the fan is actually losing grip of the air like an airplane, if an airplane goes into stall, it will drop out the air. And what the fan does is it'll still turn, but it's not moving any air and and it'll overheat, it'll burn out and it'll cause mold, mildew condensation and other you know potential issues to any homeowner.
0: All the little idiosyncrasies that you can get tripped up on when you're trying to install something, right? That's interesting stuff. Make sure, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this and you need a hand, that you reach out to your local Fantech trade specialist and they will help you out. Tell me, Darren, where do you guys sit in the market compared with your competition? Um, you You mentioned that you don't go to the retail outlets at all and that's just something that you don't do, but how do you sit in the market compared to everybody else?
2: In what respect, Rob?
0: Uh, are you guys competing directly with other people that are here in Australia or is it more from overseas, cheap imitation type products? Good question.
2: Uh, look, yes, we've got probably about seven or eight competitors in the marketplace. So, again, I think, look, what all we try to do is focus on ourselves. Uh, we focus on what we can do better than others. Uh, one thing that we do do, Rob, is, is we offer the services that – possibly others don't do uh, and we try to do them better than those that do. Um, Being specialists in ventilation, uh, we're classed less as, um, you know, a one trip pony. You know, we we, we do just specialize in ventilation. So um, you can become a jack of all and a master of none. Um, so it, it, it's something in that we, as I say, we're proud to be just that, a ventilation specialist company.
0: Yeah, living and breathing that ventilation thing all day, every day, <laughs> that's good stuff.
1: So I know when right. I think of ventilation, the, literally the only brand I think of is yours. So that's a compliment. I know a lot of my um, friends at the Sparky's feel the same. So what do you
2: feel your strength is? Well, I think our strength is our brand. I think the strength is the quality of the product and obviously our technical expertise and backup and support that we offer you guys. You know, I mean, it's something that it's no cost to us or no cost to you. Uh, All we do is is basically say, hey, guys, there's your your solution. Uh, Now just go and use our products into that uh, installation and everyone's happy.
0: I was going to say the brand is the strength. That's a really interesting comment that you made that when you think of ventilation and fans that's what you think of.
1: Honestly, that's all I think of. Yeah. I I couldn't even name, honestly. I don't reckon I could name Don't th- don't. Yeah. Don't even try. I couldn't name three. <laughs> Fantex number 1.
0: Don't even try. Darren's <laughs> going to hang up the Zoom. <laughs> all right, let's take a little break. We'll be right back. Well, Darren, amongst your catalogue of products, you've got a bunch of different things that are there. Is there something that is uh, a top-selling product that's out there that you sell the most of?
2: Yeah, look, our response range would be the number one top seller out there. Uh, We've recently introduced Cillian fans to our range, which is going to be another big seller. Um, But the little black and yellow book that you see, which has hundreds of products, is only the surface. We have literally thousands and thousands of products available, which would be just fans in different you know various sizes and uh, again they're available to every every contractor whether it be for an industrial or you know domestic or commercial application the next
1: question i was going to ask you is there any um, products out there that sparkies might not know about but i'm pretty sure i know there's one that i didn't know about it's the linear grill so the 600 slotted linear grill we probably use probably 50 of those a year and they're a real hit with with our customers so is there anything else that sparkies might need to know about
2: Look, I think, yeah, TD Silent would be one of our flagship you know, products. And and again, it would go hand in hand with the linear slot diffuser. So, you know, people will spend two or $3,000 on a shower head. And again, they'll maybe look at forty, fifty 50 bucks on a, <laughs> on a fan. <laughs>
0: That's it's just one of these things is not like the other, is it? Yeah. It doesn't make sense.
2: Yeah. No. So, so, you know, I think people do like the looks of a nice bathroom. But the performance of the ventilation in that bathroom to keep your bathroom in tip top condition is absolutely paramount. So a TD silent coupled with a, a linear slot diffuser uh, and an ERV roof vent would, uh, would typically be the, the quietest, most the best performing solution that you could possibly put in any, any uh, installation. So how far should typically
1: an inline fan be away from the vent inside the bathroom? Well, again, that depends.
2: I mean, the last thing, you, yeah, I mean, that depends. You don't really want it to be over your sleeping quarters, do you, over a bedroom? So yeah. you'd normally put it away from sleeping quarters. Um, you'd possibly put it um, a six-metre run. So it can go anywhere in that six-metre run, you know, before it goes to outside uh, atmosphere would be would be ideal, really. There's no really rights or wrongs. You won't, You don't want it too close because you will get noise. So um, you could have it at
1: six metres away and it doesn't affect the fan's power. Yeah. Is that right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's quite a long way. Yeah, I didn't realize it was that far. hmm. Yeah, I mean the fan is. I mean the mixed flow inline fans are based uh, on being able to cope with more static pressure. So uh, again, a static pressure is basically a fan in in a system. So any duct, any grill, uh, any any bend, all adds static pressure. So where axial fans that you used to see back in the day um, are starting to be phased out and not used as frequently. What's the axial fan, sorry? So an axial fan. So it's just got impellers, just Mm. blades, impellers. So primarily they can work, um, you know, better in wall, Instances, installations, but you know when you when you want decent airflow, you've got to go centrifugal. Yeah. Um, so that's where you'd use your header box or your inline fan or a roof mounted fan, and um, you know it's just going to give you the best fan for book.
0: Makes a lot of sense, Darren. How do you support electricians after a sale has happened if there's a problem with the product?
2: Well, that's a good question, Rob. I, I mean, again, look, all we try to do is t- typically with ventilation. I would say a high percentage, let's say potential failures or issues with the installation is not the fan itself. It's down to the installation, uh, and again, that's why we keep saying, you know, give your FanTech trade representation or your ventilation specialist a call. Let's, you know, see what you need, and let's see how we can help you out with uh, with uh, your requirements. But typically, it's it's all about understanding the installation. I think it's all about understanding what you're putting in the more air you actually move, the more supply air you're going to bring into the room and the colder the room can become. So it, it is a fine balancing act with getting that happy medium between airflow, return air and noise levels as well. So the
1: position of the fan in the bathroom can play a significant difference in the, um, the way the fan works, would that be right? And how, how much steam it takes out?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the big issues we seem to be finding at the moment is, is the walk-in showers. So there's no glass door on the front. So that's allowing all the steam. If you then ramped up your temperature on your on your shower to maybe 60 degrees. So certainly in the winter you're getting a lot more steam content and moisture laden air, then that, that's got nowhere, you've got no glass door to stop that air escaping, that moisture laden air escaping. It then hunts for a cold surface drops below dew point and forms condensation. And before you know it, you've got more min- mildew if, uh, if you're not exhausting um, after, the, after the fact or after a shower. So, I mean, it, it, it can cause considerable problems to an installation, um, but again, it, it's something that, that's not potentially the, the, the fan's problem. It's, it's down to the application. Yeah, so the- so I- Is there a solution to that though? Like if there's, cause
1: most showers don't have doors on them these days. So, do you need a second fan? Do you put it in the middle? Because we come across that a lot. The walk in
0: shower, you mean you come across? Yeah,
1: heaps, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Well, look, look, it's a happy medium. I think what you've got to try to establish as well is people mention the the mirrors fog up, and that's a big problem. But again, it's a cold surface. So, your moisture laden air is is creeping out of the shower, whether it be a a tile or a mirror, it's hitting that surface and it's condensating. All a bigger fan will do. It will clear the mirror faster it won't totally eradicate it now if you move air over a mirror so you've got a linear slot diffuser for instance over that mirror and you're pulling air across the front of that mirror there's less chance you're going to get the mirror to steam up so or you could alternatively use a heated mirror so there are ways around it but you know in the grand scheme of things jamie there's, there's certain applications and certain instances that are just unavoidable and to dry a room out, you've just got to run the fan for longer on a run on timer, for instance, or something like that. So, say we're doing
1: a duplex, which would have, say, six or seven, six to eight bathrooms in it. Would your advice be contact your rep and go through each room and work out where the shower is and the bath and work out the best solution for putting the fan?
2: yeah, look, absolutely. I mean typically duplexes you know or multiplex apartments would would have the same floor design. So you, you, you knock one out of the park, you knock them all out of the park, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and a lot of it comes down to cost as well. The builders, you know uh, historically have tried to uh, you know keep everybody keen and keep pricing to a point. and sometimes doesn't go hand in hand with a good quality ventilation installation.
0: Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Let's shift gears a little bit here. Darren, have
2: you guys got a rewards program for electricians? We don't. We just keep saying we'll 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 support you with our technical backup and expertise. You just keep buying our products. Beautiful.
1: Well, that's the thing. You want to align yourself with brands that do back you rather than saying, you know, you got a faulty your product, you're on your own. You guys will support us. So, that's a reward program in itself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
2: And we've always done that, uh, Jamie, to be fair, you know, we never walk away from, you know, uh, a potential issue. Um, But what we do find is if if there is issues, 99 times out of 100, uh, it's a competitor's fan that's been replaced uh, and retrofitting with one of ours. So uh, that's all good in the end of the day, really. That was really diplomatic. (laughs)
0: Bloody competitors Get them out and put your
1: gear in there Straight away Come on we don't even know What the competitors names are You can't remember them I suppose that's going to be hard though Darren You know like if There's an existing exhaust fan In the bathroom And the client wants to swap it With the one that works with the flare It's going to be hard to justify To them that they need to patch the hole And relocate the fan
2: well, again, a lot of ceiling fans um, are the same cutout size. So a lot of our competitors' fans are two ninety mil cutout, uh, which is a ten inch exhaust fan. Ours are the same. So the response is a ten inch. We also have an eight inch response fan, uh, but that's mainly for odor control. So anywhere where you've got a toilet um to take out odors rather than steam control so again there's different fans for different applications um but you're right the last thing you want to be doing is getting a ceiling fixer in to uh, to, to be you know modifying a hole but again give us a ring we've got uh, people out there where we've got grills that can cover a hole and put an inline fan there's more than one way to skin a cat with all the products that we've got within our range
0: Yeah, makes sense. Do you have anything that you want to share with us that might be on special at the moment? You want to clear some stock out? Is there anything that uh, comes to mind like that? I always like to ask manufacturers these questions because we want to get some deals for the electricians listening. But if you don't, that's okay too.
2: Well, we we don't. I mean, I think our products are synonymous with quality. So, uh, again, we're not, we're never running anything down, I guess, other than selling more. But yeah, if the guys want to jump on board uh, and they do go through quantities uh, of uh, of ceiling fans or uh, exhaust fans, duct, grills, diffusion, you name it, anything within our you know, catalog, even uh, hand dryers, for instance, if they go through volumes because of what they do on a day-to-day basis, they just need to speak to their electrical wholesaler or speak to us and we can work in with their electrical wholesaler and we can certainly set up uh, something for an ongoing business for you guys. No problems at all. Well, there was the rewards program and the specials all wrapped into one.
1: Beautifully done. <laughs> well, well said. New products in the pipeline. Darren, I know you touched on ceiling fans before.
2: Can you tell us a bit about those? Yeah, so we released them last year, Jamie, um, and they've been a huge success uh, nationally to date. Uh, I mean, it's a huge, huge market—the uh, the ceiling fan uh, market within Australia. Yeah, we've just really touched the surface. We didn't know how successful we were going to be the first year. It's been really—it's uh, been really encouraging. So, uh, yeah, we've we've basically got an entry level, which is called the Scud. That's a three-blade, forty-eight-inch ABS fan. We've got the flare range which is a little bit more of a snazzy range again three blade we've got those in in three sizes 36 50 inch and 58 inch and we've got the Quinton which is a four blade uh, that comes in 48 and 52 inch and then we've got the Juliet which is an IP55 for ingress protection outdoors um, which is is probably not one of our biggest sellers but uh, it just complements the range. Very yeah, nice. I was just
1: looking on your website then, and then the Juliet, the, nice looking fan, I like the look of that one, it's um, something that I haven't seen before, so that's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, we, we believe the Flare and the Quinton are the biggest sellers, they come with and without LED, which has got a tri-switch on it as well, so for your colour rendition, if, if for whatever reason somebody's got cool white or warm white or daylight within their their ambience of their home, then it's just a flick of a switch to maintain that you've got the same lighting levels around your, your, your property. So it's yeah. again, snazzy little uh, little little trick there, but um, yeah, something that we've added. It's
1: nice tough. one, looking forward to using those. Excellent. All right,
0: let's take a little break. We'll close out the show in a sec. <laughs> Darren we've covered a lot of ground on the podcast today as we always do on these podcasts which is a lot of fun so I just wanted to say first of all thank you as Jamie does his Instagram thing going over there here we are hey yo (laughs) I just want to say thank you for coming on the show we really appreciate you spending some time with us here to go through your products your range and tell us a little bit about Fantech Trade we appreciate that but I always like to give the guests the opportunity to add anything that maybe we forgot to ask you or maybe we left out is there anything you want to add or did we cover it all for you?
2: No, look, I think you covered it all, uh, guys, to be fair. I mean, I think, as I say, I just want to reiterate, you know, we have got a large presence out there. We're always happy to help with installations and, and technical inquiries. We're an extension to your business, um, Jamie. So, you know, all Spark is out there. Use us as and when you can. It's a free of charge service that we offer. We just want you to get it right. And if one thing I could probably touch on as well was, you know, if we can get more sparkies engaging in ventilation and and trying to understand ventilation, they're obviously going to be better suited to upsell their business when they're talking to their clients. Yeah.
0: Makes sense. It's good stuff. Mate, if people want to connect with you, what's the best way to do that?
2: Yeah, through our social media channels, Rob. So we've got the Twitter, we've got the Facebook, we've got the LinkedIn uh, and obviously Instagram. So yeah, just hit us up on there. Like us, you know, share us everything you need. Ask questions and we're always there happy to help.
0: Good stuff. And ladies and gentlemen, as always, if you want to connect with Darren or Fantech Trade, just take a little peek at your phone and all of the links to their website, socials and emails are right there in the show notes. Jamie, if people want to connect with you,
1: via Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, or via the community?
0: Listen, mate, you could just add one every time I ask you that question. There's another one added in there. You snuck LinkedIn there.
1: Let's make it up as
0: a game, mate. You're doing too much social media, man. You got to do more ventilation and installation of fans.
1: We'd, like I said, we probably do 50 linear grills. we would be t- probably 150, 200 rapid response fans a year, I reckon. Well, best you call your local fantech trade rep and get your
0: rewards program and yeah, your special deal organized. Bring it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeremy, I'm
2: going to come over and do a personal lunch and learn with your boys when I get over into yeah, Sydney. Once, once they release these restrictions, we'd
0: fly in. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it on. Good stuff. If you want to connect with me, if you've got a question for me, I'd love a connection via the Instagram worlds as well. It's just rob.brass77 and happy to answer any questions via the community as well. If you haven't already joined the community, make sure you head on over to the electricians co-op forward slash excuse me, the electricianscoop.com forward slash free. And Darren's going to be over there as well to answer any questions that you've got. We're going to pop the podcast in there. And if you've got any questions for him, you can add them right there. I'll make sure that he sees them in the community as well. Well, Jamie, as we close out the show, mate, have you got a parting comment for us? Do something today, your future self will thank for you later man I've got to get one of those fans in the bathroom to stop all the mould and the mildew my future self will thank me for it yes. hey thanks for coming on the show Darren let's yeah, get thanks out of here Darren
1: appreciate your time
0: see you guys thanks, thank you. thanks Rob thanks Jimmy you
2: don't see you want
0: That they don't got a future, future like that. It burns. So give him
2: something worse to kill his head with, make him forget somehow. Might be that another day she would have wished he stayed, but they're Sorry, it won't be enough this time. Yeah, he's calling all his friends to get some action, and distract him right now. He's fine, but Lucy on the line. Let's get this started. Where's the party tonight? I feel good, nothing weighs me down. I can't believe my love right now. Red eyes while he said Free sometimes, but what does it make you? the time.